People that come into the pharmacy generally are facing some sort of illness or acute diagnosis or helping someone that's not in their best health. We are there to help them in their time of need. So realizing where they're coming from and not taking things personally can really help you to manage the stress, chaos, and demands that will be placed on you. It's really hard to get into this state of mind when you're in the thick of it, but if you start practicing now, it'll help you to build those reps and to develop healthy habits so that you can create an environment that'll help you to thrive in one of the most stressful flu seasons our profession will ever see. I see my victory so clear. Warning, warning, unprecedented stress coming your way. You might be asking yourself, am I listening to the right podcast? Yes, Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast coming to you with a dose of reality for a flu season like you've never seen before. This is going to be the most stressful flu season of all time in pharmacy. Mark my words. And I'm not coming at you hard to scare you. I'm telling you this to prepare you because the demands that you'll be facing are going to be at such a high level, requiring so much from your expertise as a pharmacist, pharmacy student, pharmacy intern, or really any healthcare provider. It's going to be totally next level. It's going to put you in a position of absolute stress if you're not prepared for it. And that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast episode. This actually is going to mark the beginning of a mini-series focusing on self-care throughout the flu season that's about to drop for our profession so that you can be best prepared and not fall into the trap of burnout, overwhelm, and just absolute chaos that not might happen, but is going to happen. And mark my words, if you do not take this seriously and start working on this now, you will be taken for a ride like no other. And I don't want that to happen to you. So that's why I'm doing this podcast series to help prepare you for the season ahead. So guys, looking at the history and and flu seasons prior, on average, Less than 50% of American adults would seek a flu vaccine when they were asked, are you considering getting the flu vaccine? This year, because of everything going on, in uh, right now it's the beginning of August, late July, there was a poll done. More than 60% of American adults were asking themselves when flu vaccines would be available. So look at this. Polls are done where people go out to patients asking, are you considering a flu shot? Less than 50%. This year, people go to the polls. People reaching out to providers, calling pharmacists, asking their doctors. 60%, more than 60% U.S. adults are taking an active role in their health, asking when can I get the flu shot? When will it be available? That's never happened before. And I'm gonna paint you a picture of why you need to really take this seriously. So right now in the filming of this episode, it's the beginning of August of 2020. So I want you to go back to about March, okay, earlier this year, back when COVID dropped, back when there was the media coverage every day, that's all you heard about, social distancing, talks of lockdowns, all the stuff. I want to say a few words and I want you to think about them. Hand sanitizer, 
disinfectant spray, disinfectant wipes, soap, toilet paper. Do you see what I'm getting at? So with all the awareness and all of the fear that came on from really preventing this COVID-19 virus, people became extremely aware. There was also a pair of fear, but there was also an active role in preventing illness. And because of these things collectively, there was a demand for prevention so high that literally the world could not keep up with the supply. The demand and supply was totally off because there was so much awareness, there was so much active involvement by patients in preventing disease, which is great. That's fantastic. That's what we want. We want our patients to be actively involved in managing their health and preventing disease. The thing to be aware of is this has been going on for several months across the world. Cities opening up, being closed again, businesses shut down, businesses going out of business, people being isolated in their homes. All the focus has been for the last few months across the world has been staying healthy, safe, and preventing disease. And that's coming at them from the media, in the TV, news, social media, you name it, right? Every single day. So awareness is at a super high peak. Now, we're not even done with COVID-19, right? Now we're heading into flu season. How many people are asking about a vaccine for COVID-19? It's under development. There's tons of pressure and demand for it. It's not out yet. People want to prevent disease, right? We're going into flu season. There is a flu shot available. People are aware of that. But because of all the awareness from COVID, now there's going to be an incredible demand on getting vaccinated from the flu. It's going to be absolute chaos, guys. Real talk. And again, I'm not saying this to scare you, but to prepare you of a demand for vaccinations that we've never seen before. And I'm telling you right now, if you are not prepared for this mentally, if you do not have the healthy habits in place to deal with the stress, to help manage the incredible demand and the work environment and all of the things that go along with that, with wherever you are in your career, this season will eat you alive. And I'm not saying this as a, a negative Nancy or trying to scare you into doing something or other. I'm telling you this to take it seriously. I'm telling you this because regardless of how you think it's going to be, it's going to be 10 times more intense than you think it will. And here's the other reason. If you start to do these things now that I'm going to share with you, these three key healthy habits to put you in the best frame of mind possible before we enter into the thick of this season, you're going to be much better off. If you wait and don't try to manage your stress until it's gotten a hold of you in the thick of flu season, when things are crazy, it's not going to work and you're going to be scrambling, wishing you took action and listened to this podcast and put things into practice. And I'm going to tell you why. When you are in the thick of flu season that's about to come and you're dealing with all the demands, the stress and things that you couldn't even imagine that not might, but will happen, you're going to be in a heightened stress response. You're going to be overwhelmed. All right. When you try to make changes in that state of mind, it's not going to work because when you're in a stressed state of mind that is going to happen, 
You're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to literally be in survival mode. And when you're in survival mode, you're not going to try to develop new habits. You're going to revert to what you know. You're going to use strategies that are simple and effective and work now that aren't necessarily healthy long-term, but because you're familiar with them, because they've given you temporary relief, that's what you're going to gravitate towards unless you listen to this and take action now to prevent it from happening. And the stressful response, being in survival mode, trying to manage that and just kind of get relief are not necessarily the healthiest things. These are things like emotional eating, not prepping the, op- the optimal food that you could for work, but going to fast food and picking less than ideal food options, skipping your workouts because you don't have time and want to go in early to get a head start. Short term, that's fine, but turn this into a habit and you can see the chaos and burnout this will cause and has caused in our profession. Talk about mindset, dealing with stress. When you're totally flooded with stress, the idea of meditation, if you're not actively going through this and you haven't been trying to build this habit up over time, when you introduce this concept in a stressed and overwhelmed state, all you're going to say is, I don't have time for that. I've got way too much going on. I'm already overwhelmed. Why are you going to try to have me do something else? That's just another thing on my plate. And just by introducing it, it's going to increase your stress. So deep breath because that was stressful talking about it. (laughs) So what I want to share with you are three keys that you can use to really prepare yourself for the flu season that's about to come so that you can manage stress and not allow it to manage you and lead you into chaos, overwhelm, and burnout. So guys, I wanna dive into three simple things that you can do as a pharmacist, pharmacy student, to put yourself in the best frame of mind, the best chance of success, to handle one of the most unprecedented stressful times our profession has ever seen. And that's exactly what I'm gonna dive into in this podcast episode. The thing that to really know about this is, this can work for more than just you. This can work for your team if you're working in a pharmacy. This can work for your class if you're a pharmacy student or an intern working in the pharmacy. The key is to really communicate your intention and make sure that you've got approval by your company policy, your supervisor, your manager, and whoever else needs to be notified. This is a voluntary thing. What I'm going to talk about are suggestions and things to think about. Maybe it'll hopefully even help you to dive into other innovations to put these things into practice with where you are working in the pharmacy profession. The first thing is physical fitness. And no, I'm not going to tell you to go work out with your techs before work or have a, a, a huddle meeting or a hike after, after work in the pharmacy. What I'm saying is instead of asking how can we add more to the plate and do more things, which you know we like to do as pharmacists, I'm going to instead ask you this simple question. How can you be resourceful with what you already have to help you get to where you're looking to go? So we know... There's so much evidence out there. And I mean, the fit pharmacist, I'm talking to you. So we're going to get into fitness. Physical fitness is so essential for managing stress and just feeling like you're in a better mental and physical state. The research is unprecedented. I mean, there's loads and loads of studies, so I'm not going to cite them here for you. You know that. You know that the physical fitness is important for stress. You also know that you're strapped for time 
And this season we're about to go into, it's not something where you add more things to it. It's crazy. So here's what I propose. Why not use what you're already doing? You're already going to be running around like chickens with your heads cut off in an absolute insane time of year, running around, trying to help as many people as possible in the safest way and method possible to really serve your patients to the best of your ability. That's going to happen. You're like, that already happens already. So why not use what you already have to flip that and innovate it into something that can be positive? And what I'm talking about is a step challenge. So a couple years ago, I wrote an article called Why Every Pharmacy Should Have a Step Challenge. And I will link that article in the show notes below so that you can get access for how and why to set up a, a step challenge in your pharmacy or pharmacy school. And guys, here's the main, th- main thing. You're already running around stepping. Why not just shift awareness to that and paint that in something that is productive and helpful for you and your staff so that it helps to drive that. And guys, I actually did this a couple years ago. And if you notice in my videos, uh, I always have a Fitbit on. There's a reason. There was some, uh, I guess you could call unexpected benefits to this going on. So let me paint you a picture. You've got a staff, all right? And they're in, let's just say they're involved in the step challenge. Here's what happened from my own experience. So my techs were involved, we're all in the step challenge, right? A patient comes to the counter. They're looking for a product out in the pharmacy floor. They need help finding it. Immediately, everyone wanted to go and show that patient where the product was because they wanted to get extra steps and win the challenge. That drives customer service. Whenever you're in the production process and your printer runs out of paper or you need more vials to fill prescriptions, Oftentimes, you have a break room in the back, or you have a stock room, and that's where most of your products and supplies are, are, are stocked, right? So when you run out of paper, what happens? Everyone's fighting over going to the back room to get more supplies because they want to get more steps. So this drives output and performance with your team. It also drives a competitive edge to go and pull medications uh, and really do the best possible job for patient care, but also now there's another reason because they wanna get more steps in to win the challenge. You're already doing these things anyway. By literally just getting a Fitbit or any sort of pedometer device, this helps to capitalize on what you're already doing and just add that little competitive edge and you can innovate this in any way you want. You can set a step challenge through Fitbit, you can do a leaderboard, and you can have a prize giveaway if you want, uh, where you know whoever wins gets the lunch of their choice for free, or, or something creative like that. You know, you can really run with this in any way. Oh, pun, you can run with this. So you, you can really put this into practice any way that is okay with you. Again, just check with your management and supervisor to make sure that that would be okay. But this is a way to innovate and ingrain physical fitness into workflow already so that you can put this into practice and help drive customer service, workflow, and a friendly competition among your staff. It literally changed how we work and we still have the step challenge going to this day. It's an absolutely phenomenal asset. I highly recommend, again, you read that article in the show notes. 
why every pharmacy should have a step challenge so that you can put it into practice and get stepping to step up your pharmacy game. If you're a pharmacist like me, you know that one of the most accurate synonyms for pharmacy is stress. And if you're a pharmacist or a pharmacy student feeling like you're stretched to your limit, like you barely have any time to get workouts in, to eat healthy, or even consider mastering your mindset, you're not alone. And I found this to be one of the biggest problems leading to stress, anxiety, and the road to being burned out. That's why I wrote this book, RxU, the Pharmacist Survival Guide for Managing Stress and Fitting in Fitness. This practical guide was written by me, a pharmacist, to give you realistic strategies to master your mindset in managing stress, practically fitting in a fitness routine that works for you, and nail your nutrition in a way that makes sense for your lifestyle. If you want a copy, it's available on Amazon and Kindle. Make sure to click the link in the show notes to get yours today. Second thing is nutrition. So you are what you eat, right? You've heard this before. Here's something uh, that you can consider putting into practice in your pharmacy. This will drive conversation. It'll also drive a stressful release. So it depends on the individual, but oftentimes when you are in a heightened state of stress, like you'll all be in with me along with you as I work full-time in community, you're gonna be at a heightened state of stress. A lot of times when you're there, you need that immediate release from stress when it gets to a certain level. Some people opt for food as that release, especially if it's a lunch break or it's been a while since you've eaten and you don't really want the healthy food. You want a quick bite. You want something sweet and it works. It curves your stress and shifts your attention to that satisfaction. It works short term because once that feeling's gone, the stress returns, it's still there, but now you have added guilt because you made a less than ideal food selection, if you've got that awareness. Then that in and of itself causes a stressful response, and you can see the messy cycle that this creates. One thing that you can consider is having like a healthy snack of the week, where each day, each week you rotate with having someone in charge of bringing in a healthy grab-and-go snack that you would keep in your break room or wherever that would be acceptable based on where you work. So, for example, one, one week a technician could be selected to bring in, let's say, apples, or the next week someone could bring in a protein bar, uh, something that's easy, quick-and-go, and just a grab snack that you can have for when you get cravings, you have a healthy option that's readily available. Now, with this being said, make sure you be mindful of anyone in the store, pharmacy, or policy regarding food allergies, okay? Be mindful of where your food is kept. Don't break laws or policy or anything like that. And make sure that it's a voluntary thing and that everyone's on board so that people don't feel like they're forced to. Um, also, you wanna consider financial uh, perspectives from people involved because they might feel like they have to make something or they have to buy these like super expensive organic whatevers. Make it simple. Focus on the simple thing and be the first person as the leader of your team to do this and show them, kind of set the standard of what you mean. So bringing in uh, an apple that's already pre-cut in a Ziploc bag, all right? Something simple. So it's easy. They don't have to worry about touching or whatever. Something simple. 
get the buy-in, propose the idea, see what people think, and you can innovate this in any way possible. But it's the point of it is providing a healthy option for a quick grab-and-go snack in a way that everyone is involved with and gives them that alternative that, yes, there's something healthy if you want it. That's the second thing. Third thing, save the best for last, right? That has to do with your mindset. How you deal with stress, how you view it is so, so essential. So one thing that I really recommend is reading an article that I wrote, Four Agreements Every Healthcare Provider Needs to Make. This is something that is essential if you want to work and have a long-term career in pharmacy or really in any healthcare environment. And one of the things, one of the four points is realizing that it's not about you. When someone comes into the pharmacy and it's stressful, there's a long line, you don't know the context of where they are mentally. They might have no awareness, but like of their emotions, but they just got diagnosed with a terrible condition or their significant other was in a car wreck and they're picking medication up or they just came from a a wreck or they were in traffic or they got a, a negative phone call or something bad happened to them. And now they're coming into your pharmacy with that preconceived issue that they're bringing in. So when someone isn't like a happy person or when someone just isn't in an ideal state of mind, realize that it's not about you. Don't take it personal. I'm not saying tolerate abuse, but what I am saying is realize that when someone comes into the pharmacy, they're coming into the pharmacy. People that come into the pharmacy generally are facing some sort of illness or acute diagnosis or helping someone that's not in their best health. We are there to help them in their time of need. So realizing where they're coming from and not taking things personally can really help you to manage the stress, chaos, and demands that will be placed on you. It's really hard to get into this state of mind when you're in the thick of it, but if you start practicing now, it'll help you to build those reps and to develop healthy habits so that you can create an environment that'll help you to thrive in one of the most stressful flu seasons our profession will ever see. Now, speaking of habits, uh, that's another thing that I talked about. You might have faced a stressful situation before and you're thinking, you know, what do I do about changing habits? Or I've tried to change habits and it's really hard to do that. I also wrote an article and did a video on how to effectively and simply change habits and adopt healthy ones that will help you to get to your goals. A link to that is in the show notes below to provide you yet another resource that will help you get the most of this. So with mindset, that's that's one thing. Another thing that is actually a free resource now that I really, really urge you to take advantage of uh, has to do with meditation. So if you've never done meditation before, Uh, It's something that I highly recommend you try. It is a game changer for your mental game, not just in pharmacy life, but really in every area of your life. There's a lot of free meditation apps out there, uh, but there's one that has been a paid version, but because of COVID-19, they have actually been generous enough to provide a free access for healthcare providers for a year. So I highly recommend that you check this out. And the app is called Headspace. There's a link in the show notes below showing you how to get this for free as a healthcare provider. Quick disclaimer, I'm not paid to promote this at all. Maybe someday. 
Headspace, if you're watching, I can send you my address for a check. Would love to work with you. But this app is free and it's great because it makes meditation simple. It guides you through the process and you can search for meditations based on what you're mentally struggling with. So that could be anxiety, fear, uh, trying to deal with unhealthy food cravings, overwhelm, sadness. This is not to replace therapy or medication or anything regarding mental illness. This is a supplement to add in to where it fits with your lifestyle to create a healthy habit. And again, you can start your meditations at three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be this two hour like endeavor or anything deep. You can go as deep as you'd like, but you can get results and start in as little as three minutes a day. One thing you can propose to your pharmacy staff is most pharmacy technicians get lunch breaks. So one thing you can do to ingrain this, again, being resourceful with what you have, is have a conversation with your staff, with your technicians, and say, hey, here's an option. And again, lead by example. Say, I'm doing this. It's voluntary. This is a free resource that you guys can get involved in as well. Help you mentally to manage stress if you're interested. Free app. Send it to your staff. And they can put this into their their break routine. When they're in the break room, they can sit down and start, you know, have their lunch or whatever and have a three minute meditation or a five minute meditation. Just a little like them time to take some deep breaths and decompress from the stressful environment. So again, totally voluntary, but something to consider to put into practice with your workflow. So guys, those were three main tips on how you can dive into managing stress so that the flu season that's about to come does not manage and overhaul your life into anxiety, overwhelm, and just because it's coming. It's going to be extremely stressful. And I, again, don't tell you this to scare you, but to prepare you so that you can start now and put these healthy habits and gain momentum to develop them as your go-to reaction for how to handle stress because it's coming your way. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of what you're going to do with it. We can't control the demand. We can't control how many patients are going to be coming to your pharmacy looking for vaccinations. It's actually a great thing that so many patients are now getting more aware and taking an active role in preventing preventable diseases by taking action through immunizations. It's honestly a gift This is a position that we're honored to serve in as pharmacists to help drive health for those that we serve. But with that increased demand, it's something we've never seen before. So I urge you to take this podcast very seriously, re-listen to it, share it across your social media platforms. If you do, please tag me so that I can repost your post, give you a shout out and support you for supporting this important message. This really needs to get out across all of pharmacy because, again, mark my words, this is going to be one of the most, if not the, stressful flu seasons of all time in our profession. Another resource that I want to leave you with is a book I actually wrote a couple years ago. It's a very simple read full of practical tips specifically for pharmacists. 
And that's part of why I created the whole Fit Pharmacist movement. This podcast is to provide practical tips from people who are actually working in the trenches. So I graduated pharmacy school in 2012, and I've been working as a full-time community pharmacist ever since. So I'm in there with you guys. I get it. I see what's coming, and I want to help arm you with the best response possible. This book is called RxU, The Pharmacist Survival Guide, for managing stress and fitting in fitness. It's on Amazon and Kindle. Super, super quick read, looking at and giving you even deeper strategies for how to manage your mindset, fit in fitness, and make nutrition a simple endeavor rather than an overwhelming practice. So guys, the link for this book is also in the show notes. I hope you get your copy. And I really, really, really just want to stress the importance of making your own self-care essential because we're all in this profession for the same basic reason, to help other people. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So please, please heed this warning, take this seriously, and get active on your self-care today so that you can have the optimal tomorrow. God bless, guys. Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast signing off and urging you to go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential.